0: Saturday, December 5th, 2020, and welcome to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. It seemed like it's been a minute since that I have been with you, but nevertheless, I hope that you're doing great um, and that you are positioning yourself to have a strong finish to 2020. It's amazing that we're here at December 5th and coming to the end of what many would call a very interesting year Uh, Nevertheless, I hope that you can look back over the last 12 months and find uh, something to be grateful for, something that has helped you to grow and fall and become a greater version of yourself, even in the midst of these trying times. So I want to, first of all, just take a moment and welcome you to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show I want to say hello to my Apple podcast, my Stitcher, Google podcast, Spotify, and, of course, our newest partner, iHeartRadio. Uh, thank you so much for joining me and being here for the Jamel Sanders Show. Uh, this is more than a show. It's a platform that we've created to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And every week through uh, intriguing conversations and um, inspiring guests. We want to help you live your greatest life every single day. And so I thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and your schedule to join us for the Jamel Sanders show. Um, regardless of what platform you choose to listen to it on, I do appreciate your uh, support and helping this platform to continue to grow and become everything that it was intended to be. This has been a phenomenal week. Um, This is the time of the year where a lot of the metrics and data begins to come in regarding the podcast and how the podcast is doing, and it has been an unbelievable year. We have seen tremendous growth with the podcast, um, including – growth in our listenership and other factors. Um, Let me quote it correctly. We've seen a 50% increase in follower streams, and listeners, and more countries are tuning in to the show. So it's really exciting uh, to see something that started almost a decade ago evolve into what it is today. A big, big shout-out to Robert Wesley Branch, who encouraged me to go in the direction of radio or even a podcast format. It was not uh, something that I was really considering because I didn't know how I would do in that space. And so to um, see it grow from that to where it is today on iHeartRadio and the biggest platforms in the world uh, with new listeners tuning in and people that have been listening since the beginning, It's amazing to see uh, what it has become, and it's so exciting, and I'm so glad to know that uh, Spotify and iHeartRadio and these new partners uh, have just helped to take the message of empowerment further and to reach more people. That has always been the intention for this platform to create a place of empowerment for the world. And what I'm most proud of with this show, of course, I'm proud that it has reached into parts of Asia and Africa and the United Kingdom and so many parts of the world, Dubai, the United Arab Emirates, Um, I'm so glad that so many parts of the world are listening, but even more importantly, I'm proud of the body of work that has been created in the last nine years and that I can go back to shows from eight years ago, and it is just as relevant today as it was at that time, and the principles uh, still resonate with people even to this day. And I think that's the amazing thing uh, about this platform. And I'm so excited as we continue to evolve and to grow and to change. You're just going to see more and more uh, things in the days to come to help you live a more empowered life. So thank you for uh, the opportunity that you give me to do life with you. And speaking of doing life with you, I would love to connect with you beyond this show. I would love for you to reach out to me at www.jamelsanders.com And there you uh, can sign up for, first of all, my empowerment newsletter, Empowerment Breakthroughs. It goes out to people all around the world. I just recently did a new newsletter that went out and got some great feedback on it. So I think you'll enjoy it. And then secondly, you can find out more about me and the work that I do. And then thirdly, you can connect with me on all of our social media platforms. We have all of them listed there. So I would love to connect with you uh, and to do life with you in the days to come. And reach out to me on social media. I'm active. I love responding to you and connecting with you. So um, I would love to hear from you. If you are um, responding in reference to the Jamel Sanders Show um, and you're on Twitter or Facebook, use the hashtag Jamelshow. Um, I would love to connect and do life with you in the days to come. So I look forward to connecting with you there. I look forward to uh, doing life with you and helping you to reach your full potential. I want to recommend two resources to you today. My book, number eight, Significance, Reclaiming Your Personal Power in a World that Discounts Your Difference, is a phenomenal book. It is a book all about identity, and we're going to be talking a bit about identity today. So I think this would be a great resource to add to your library. Uh, This book is all about helping you to – uh, understand your difference. Find your difference to own your difference and to express your significance in a world that would try to silence it. Uh, it's a book about understanding who you are and the power that you possess as an individual. Every chapter is filled with worth building exercises and there are work. building declarations at the end that I believe will help you uh, to embrace your value and express your difference in a new way. It's a phenomenal read. It has been my bestseller to date, and it has impacted and touched so many people's lives. So uh, you can get a copy right now. Go to uh, jamelsanders.com, or you can go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Uh, Books a million and most major booksellers have access to the book. So I think it'll be a great blessing and benefit to you. And I am most excited about my new release. It's only been out about a week now, uh, but I recently released my ninth book. uh, And the book is called Honor, the Law that Governs Greatness. Wow. What can I say about Honor? Honor is a book about leadership. It is a cry um, and a solution to the challenges of leadership in the 21st century. Uh, there are so many people that have potential, but that's all they have. And so Honor is a book about helping you to move from potential to power and to be everything that you were created to be. We explore, uh, mentor, protege relationships. We deal with the difference between parasitic and um, purpose relationships in our lives we address uh, some of the deep challenges how how is the seed of your potential cultivated how do you uh, reframe your paradigm to embrace your destiny and who you were created to be it is a phenomenal read that is going to radically transform your life in a major way and i am so so proud of this book it is very timely for where we are in the world. We've come through this pandemic and just a major time of crises, and I believe that the solutions in this book are going to really help you um, in harnessing your potential and being an agent of change in the world. We deal with things like the commitment to greatness, how to discern moments of opportunity, and why most leaders are failing. How do we master the law of honor put it into practice, and use it to change and transform the trajectory of our lives. Those are just some of the topics that are discussed in this book. This book is about helping you uh, to refine your character, uh, redefine the mentor and protege relationships, recognize the blind spots in your life, and realize your greatest potential as a leader. So I want you to get a copy. You can go right now to jamelsanders.com. You can also find it through on Amazon. It is available for Kindle, Nook, and most e-reader devices. Honor is a phenomenal message that I believe is going to resonate with you in a tremendous way. I want to take a moment and say thank you to every person that is already supported honor I do appreciate uh, your support I appreciate you who have um, been with me since book one uh, years ago and are still reading my resources and material I'm so glad that it resonates with you, and that it's helping you to uh, realize your potential. The goal when I started writing books was to create an empowerment library for individuals to have access to tools to help them fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. Over a decade ago, when I started Jamel Sanders International, I realized that there was a big gap in empowerment resources that were available and so in in the role of someone that mentors and advises you you have these powerful breakthroughs with individuals but after you have breakthroughs you got to give them tools to make that a way of life and a paradigm for them and so that's one of the reasons I write because I have a resource that you can refer to again and again, and every book has um, exercises to help you to do the work to uh, realize your potential. So many people want greatness but they settle for the seed of potential, and I don't even have time to deal with that. And they settle for the seed of potential because they won't make the investments. They're enamored by people of excellence and greatness in the world, but they make no investments to produce it in their own lives. And one of the reasons that they don't do it is because they don't have the resources, and they don't make themselves available uh, to the resources to help them realize their potential and to do great things in the world. And so, I believe that it's so important that you have the tools. And one of the things you will hear me say, I have been saying this for the last decade of of Jamel Sanders International and the last nine years of this podcast, you have to do the work. I watch people take copious notes. I watch people fill up notebooks. I watch people get excited. I watch them shed tears. And 10 years later, they are still in a cycle that has not been broken because you don't change your life because you take notes. You don't change your life because you get emotional. You don't change your life because you feel motivated. You change your life with tools. And when you put tools into practice and you use strategies and you use tactics, you shift the trajectory of your life. And so what I endeavor to do in everything that I do is to provide people with the tools that they need to change their lives. I'm giving you more than inspiration and motivation because that's not going to change your life. But what will change your life is having access to the tools and the resources necessary. And so I hope you'll get a copy of uh, Honor and add it to your library and that it'll help you on your journey to realizing your full potential in the days to come. And then after that, I hope you'll connect with me further. Let's have a conversation on social media. Let's connect um, through my website. I would love to hear um, the insights and the truths that you gained as a result of reading this book, Honor, and how it has impacted your life. So I look forward to hearing from you and connecting with you more in the days to come. What I want to do right now, I want to take a very, very quick break, and I want to jump right into this topic today. We're continuing the series Me 2.0, and we're delving into a very interesting topic. So I hope you'll stay tuned. Uh, We're in this powerful series about embracing the new you. We'll be right back. to the Jamel Sanders Show. So we're still in this series, uh, Me 2.0, Embracing the New You. This is part four. And just to give you a little bit of context, um, in August I celebrated another birthday. But the thing that was different about uh, the birthday this year is that the morning of the birthday... I woke up with a new and a profound sense of purpose and meaning and intention and uh, desire for greater impact than I ever had before. And so um, I made a commitment to myself on that day that this was going to be an era of greater personal investment, greater personal development, greater personal mastery. And so this was going to be a season of evolution in my life and that there were some things that I was just going to work on to be better. And uh, that journey has been absolutely phenomenal, and it birthed this series about embracing the new you because I believe with all my heart um, that the greatest project you can ever work on is the project of yourself. And so this series is about unpackaging what personal evolution looks like in your life how to do it, and what tools are really essential and necessary uh, for that to become a reality in your life. And so that has been the springboard and the launching board for all of this. We've delved into decisions. We've talked about paradigms. We've talked about um, our relationship constellation, how all of those things impact your personal evolution and growth in your life. But we have to talk about uh, another important metric. And so today I want to spend this time talking with you about your identity. Uh, Identity is one of those words that we hear but I don't know how many people really have the proper connotation or context of what identity is really about. Identity is more than um, something at the surface of a person. When I'm talking about identity, I'm talking about the essence, the core, the center of who you are as a human being. It's not the surface level things that you show us externally, but I'm talking about the source of who you are. I'm talking about who you are at a soulier level, as I call it. And so as you begin to delve into this topic of identity, uh, this is one of those things that, you know, you could never exhaust it. And I've spoken about identity at length in a lot of keynotes over the years, and I've talked about it, but I never got the opportunity to delve into it how I wanted to. And so that's why I wrote Significance, because I wanted to give people some kind of uh, prophetic framework for what identity looks like and how we are to address that in our lives. And so I believe that if we're really going to get to the fundamental uh, truth about this, We have to move beyond the external because I think as human beings, we put a lot of emphasis on image and not enough emphasis on identity. And so if you confuse image with identity, you will think that because a person appears to be um, perfected or the consummate example of something on the outside, that that person has it together. And that's the same individual that I will speak with behind closed doors, and you will find out that this person is one of the most broken and dysfunctional lives because they have put so much emphasis on aesthetics and not enough emphasis on authenticity. And so in order to get to your true identity, I call it your authentic identity. But how do we get there? You have to get there through authenticity. What is authenticity? Authenticity is not the uh, appearance of a thing, but it is the substance of a thing. In other words, it's not who we portray or pretend to be. It is who we really are. And, you know, we live in a culture and a society of individuals, and I talk about this a lot in significance, that we have learned very well how to live behind the mask, and we know how to play the roles, and we know how to operate. But what most people don't know how to do is how to genuinely and authentically be who they are. Because at the end of the day, what I've discovered over uh, over three decades is I've discovered that most people are afraid of who they really are. And even more than being afraid of who they are, they don't know how people will perceive the true essence of who they are as a person. So in order to keep up appearances, in order to fill a certain void in our lives or a certain hole in our souls, we try to make ourselves to be all things to all people. and let me tell you what happens when you try to be all things to all people. You create a life of dysfunction. You create a life of unhappiness. You create a life of misery and deep sadness because you were never created to be all things to all people. You were created to be the best and the greatest expression of who you were born to be. And so in order for us to get to the context of authenticity, and identity, we have to begin to pull the layers off and we have to get to the core of who you are as a person. Now, this is very difficult for most people to be because let me tell you why. We have linked our identity with our profession and our vocation. And so what do most people ask you? Nobody's going to ask you who is Um, Jamel or who is so-and-so. The first thing people ask you is what do you do? So what am I talking about? We have defined who we are by what we do. So this the problem with this And I have to break this down because when you talk about identity, it's such a complex subject that it takes me probably a good 10 or 15 years to dissect it. So I'm trying to break this down into digestible pieces so that you can understand it. The problem with linking your identity to what you do is that it creates an identity crisis in your life. And so you think that your position, your status, your pedigree – Uh, All of those things define who you are as a person, and they don't. They're just titles. They're just functions that you have. But because of that gaping hole in the soul of most human beings, they wrap their identity up in what they do. And so what happens is a COVID-19 comes and... It shakes the world, and, you know, I was reading an article a week ago or so where there are like 10 to 20 industries that have disappeared in the last few months, and those industries will never be there again. And so what happened is you had this individual that was at the height of their industry, and they were doing all of these things that the world would consider to be successful, and now that's taken away from them, and they don't know who they are. Because we've linked identity to what we do, your identity cannot be linked to your profession or your vocation, because those things may change in your life. And so if those isolated variables have the power to alter who you are as an individual, then you did not really have a good grasp on who you were in the first place. Did you get that? If your identity and the variables in your life change because of a position that you've held and you no longer have that position and it has the ability to dilapidate and to deconstruct your life, then that thing has defined you and it lets us know that you never had a true handle on who you were in the first place. And so this is why we're dealing with a generation of people that are all suffering from an identity crisis. We put all kind of masks on. You know, in the book Significance, I talk about how uh, we all have different vices. Your vice might be different from the other person's vice, but the reality is that both of you are in a battle for your soul because you don't know your value as a human being. And so you're always looking outside of yourself for something to affirm and confirm who you are because you don't know who you are. And so we have so many people uh, in the world today that are dealing with this crisis of identity. And the only way that you can break out of an identity crisis, you have to strip your life all the way down. You know, I taught a, 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 a message years ago called The Battle to Become, and it talks about the life of Jacob. Jacob is one of my favorite texts in the scriptures because the text simply says that Jacob. Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled with him a man until the breaking of day. And the the, the angelic being said to him, uh, you know, let me go because the day is breaking. And Jacob said, no, I refuse to let you go until you bless me. And there's a whole lot of context to that that I don't have time to give you today. But the thing that I love and the text that I use about this battle to become is that in order for Jacob to become – who he was created and destined to be, he had to win this battle of becoming. You know, I believe that one of life's most prevalent questions is not what we're building or doing, but who are you becoming? And in every season of your life, there is a becoming, there is a birthing of the true essence of who you are, the significance of who you were created to be as an individual. And so, you know, Jacob is in this battle, and he's left alone, and he has to come to grips with something in his life. And one of the most powerful Pivot points in that teaching for me was this, that sometimes in order to build your life back up, your life first has to be broken all the way down. And so because we have allowed so many things to define who we are and what our value and what our worth and what our significance is, there has to be a deconstructing of your life. That means that we got to take away all the accoutrements of success. we got to take away all the accolades, all of the achievements, all of the cloaks of deception that we put on to make ourselves appear to be this and that. And we have to get to who you are. As an individual, not what you do, not what you've accomplished, not what your roles are, but who are you as a person? And one of the things that I have discovered, it's just as this text with Jacob said that he was left alone, there comes a point in every human being's life where you have to be left alone. One thing I've discovered about a lot of people is that most people are afraid of being alone because they don't like who they are. And so they like to keep their lives full and busy and surrounded with a lot of noise and confusion. Why? Because distractions have a way of of blocking out the dysfunctions in our lives. We like distractions because we don't have to focus on what's dysfunctional and what's not working. And so we go around and we... You know, as I say, we're functioning, but we're fragmented, and we're not living the life that we were truly created to live. Why? Because we won't take the time to address what's really going on. You know, when you ask most people how they're doing, what do they respond with? They respond with they're fine. But a person that has acumen and perceptivity will realize that the answer, I'm fine, is really one of the greatest lies that we tell ourselves. We're not fine. Because if we were truly fine, why are we not flourishing? Why are we not fulfilled? Why are we not experiencing life at its best? Because in order to experience life at its best, we have to express our significance, and we cannot express that significance as long as we don't really know who we are. And we'll never know who we really are unless we deconstruct our lives and we get to the core and the essence of who we are as individuals. You want to know why the beauty industry? It's a multi-billion-dollar industry. Uh, why is they make? Why are they making so much money? Why are they so influential? Because everybody is trying to fight the inevitable. Everybody's trying to fight aging. Everybody's trying to fight getting older. Everybody's trying to fight uh, keeping a certain image and figure and look to our lives. Why? Because we have allowed all of these different things on the external, these superficial things to tell us where our significance and our value lies. And so that's why everybody's trying to cover up the blemishes. Uh, We're trying to conceal um, the deeper issues that are going on in our lives. I always say we're trying to blanket the bleeding uh, because we're bleeding, but if we can keep the blanket on it, we can have the appearance that everything is okay, but we don't stop the hemorrhaging. And if you never stop the hemorrhaging, your life never heals. And so what we're talking about when we're talking about this whole issue of identity is the ability to deconstruct your life piece by piece and to get to the core of who you are as an individual. Now, this is not easy, and this is not a process that is going to be painless for you. This is going to be painful because what I have learned about my life, from this experience is this, and it's that every denial of the truth in our lives opens the door for deception and, more importantly, the door for disenfranchisement. It creates this prison, this slavery, this bondage in our lives because we don't want to confront the truth in an area and so every area that we deny the truth, not only are we disenfranchised, but we're disempowered. And disempowerment keeps us in those cycles of dysfunction and failure and frustration and defeat, and it keeps us in this cycle going nowhere and so what do we do to numb that feeling of nothingness in our lives? We, we do more things. We pursue more relationships. We buy more stuff. We invite more people into our lives. Why? Because we're trying to feel a gaping hole that will not be filled until we, first of all, discover what is really going on in our lives. And so this whole issue of identity It's something that plagues everybody, you know. The rich, the poor, uh, the the you know every stage and station and facet of life is impacted by this. And you know, the more money people have, the more facades they are able to purchase to help them uh, deal with this lack of fulfillment and purpose and meaning in their lives, because stuff does not make us happy. Um, relationships don't make us happy. Uh, None of the external and superficial things that we think make us happy have the ability to make us happy. And so, you know, if you never get to the core and the essence of who you are as an individual, you're going to live a very a meaningless life, and there are so many people that are just going through the motions of life, but they're not happy, they're not fulfilled, they're not experiencing life at its best. And I, my hope and intention for every person is that you'll get there, that it won't be something superficial and something momentary, but you will truly get to that place of significance and meaning in your life, and that you will take the time to do the work doing the work. In order to understand your value, value is an inner work of the soul. It is nothing superficial. You cannot go to the store and buy value. You cannot go to a cosmetic surgeon and get your value. You cannot get your value from your spouse or your mate. They can complement your life, but they can't complete your life because you, you were never intended to be completed by any individual. So what we do is we turn to all of these external sources and we never take the time to look within and really figure out what's going on so finding your value is an inner work of your soul this is something some work that you got to do and you can't do this one time this is something that you're going to have to commit yourself to fully in order to embracing who you were created and destined to be you know everybody says to me now you sound so deep and profound, and it's not even that it's so deep and profound. It's just that I've taken the time to do the work, and so when I see it, I can identify because I say, "Oh, I remember that." So we have to be willing to do the work. You can't just go through the motions. And you know, I I think this is going to help somebody too. A lot of people come to me. A lot of people reach out to me to for mentorship and. Uh, to advise them in different capacities, and I mean all kinds of people, people uh, in entertainment, political figures, you name it, different individuals have come seeking advice. And this is what I I try to tell everybody and be really honest with them about. You have to figure out what your core values and principles are in your life. I call them the non-negotiables. Uh, These are the things that I represent. These are the things that I'm unwilling to compromise about. These are the things that are valuable and important to me, and they are so valuable and important to me that there is no – stage of life, no cycle, no relationship that I'm going to embrace that violates these values and principles. And so because I operate from that place of awareness and insight, it guides and directs everything that I do in my life. And so many people are making choices um, that you know betray who they are, and but it doesn 't really betray who they are because you are a reflection of your values, whether good or bad, but you know they get to this place in their life and they don 't they don 't understand what 's happening or why is my life like this and it 's because you never took the time to do the work, you never defined what your values were, you never determined what you wouldn 't do you never determined what was not acceptable for you, you never uh, determined um what good and healthy relationships look like, what being good and healthy as a person looks like. You never determine what behaviors were unacceptable. And so as long as you don't have clearly defined values and principles in your life. You're going to always go along with whatever comes your way. That's why I put it in the scriptural context where there is no vision or prophetic utterance The people cast off restraints and run wild. And so what's wrong with the world is not that people are products of their environments or prisoners to circumstances. We have a generation of people with no vision. And because they have no vision for their lives, they have no boundaries and it is dangerous to live your life with no boundaries when you live without boundaries you bankrupt the seed of your potential write that down When you live without boundaries, you bankrupt the seed of your potential. And so I look around the world today, and I see a lot of bankrupted potential. That's why I don't get excited about potential, because there's a lot of potential that is never realized, is never maximized, it's never stretched. Nothing ever happens to it. It just remains latent talents and abilities that are never cultivated to do anything meaningful with. And so when we're talking about this, We're talking about having those clear boundaries, and the only way you get to all of this is you have to take the time to discover what is important and what are the priorities in your life. And so in order to do that, you have to deconstruct your life because a lot of times if we don't deconstruct our lives, we just continue to do the same things over and over, and we continue to live these unhappy and unfulfilled lives. It's just a reality. And so one of the things that I, I, I tell people is that if you really want to get to a place of significance and authenticity in your life, you have to ask yourself a very important question. And the question is, what do I really want? Now, that sounds easy, but let me tell you, as somebody that has talked to a lot of people over the years, most people cannot tell you what they want. They have a great handle on telling you what they don't want, but they can't tell you what they want. And so I always tell people that a higher life is always calling you, but you have to answer it. Well, guess what? You can't answer a higher life for yourself if you don't know what you want. And so as long as you don't know what you want, you're going to continue to attract disaster to your world. You know, there's a lot of people that look at their lives, and their lives is just a disaster. It's just unfulfilled. It's just meaningless. They just continue to attract dysfunction and bad relationships, and all these things can keep happening because they have not gotten clear about what they really want. And so you have to clear about what you really want. And stop talking about all the things that you don't want because, guess what, that's what's going to keep showing. Whatever you talk about, you bring about. So if you keep putting emphasis on what you don't want, you're going to magnetize that into your life over and over again. And we do that very well, but what we fail to do is we don't know how to articulate what we want. And in order to articulate what you want, you got to get back, deconstruct your life, get to the essence of who you are, what your values are, what your boundaries are, what your principles are. What are your um What is your belief system? What are the fundamental um, ways of thinking and living that are absolutely essential to you? I call them soul agreements. That's what I call them. They're the agreements that you make with yourself that you say you are not going to violate these agreements. That's what you got to get to. And when you get to that point in your life, only then – can you start to build your life? And we get back to that question of becoming. That's how you begin to become the greatest expression of who you were created to be. And that is the work that so many people avoid because they are not willing to face the hard truth and the harsh realities about their life. The reality is is that it is what it is. Good, bad, or indifferent, that's what it is. That's what has happened and, you know, we can't, we have to stop being paralyzed by what happened and perceive what we need to explore to get healed. Did you get that? Stop being paralyzed by what happened and perceive and understand what you need to so that you can get to the place of healing in your life. So many people are like, oh, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk. Well, guess what? Denial does not make it disappear. All it does is it magnifies it to a greater level in your life. So you can keep trying to suppress it, but that thing is going to always be the thing that's going to have the ability to stifle you and to hinder you from reaching your true and best potential. And so we have to, at some point, take the Band-Aid off. We have to deal with the cut and the bleeding. We have to stop the hemorrhaging, and we have to begin to heal so that we can be who we were created and destined to be. And so that requires some maturity and some responsibility. And let me tell you, if you want to be the best version of yourself, you better get used to maturity and responsibility. There are some things that you will just come to the realization that I don't need this in my life, it was never good for me, it was never healthy for me, and it was not helpful. And if I continue to cling to this, I can never walk break into the new possibilities of what my life has become. What is waiting for you on the other side of your decision to break free from where you've always been? I can tell you what it is. It's an amazing new life with new possibilities and opportunities. But as I say, oftentimes, your new life is going to cost you your old life. And you got to have the courage to walk out of the old and into the news to embrace the life that has been created and destined for you even before the foundation of the world. I could talk to you about identity all day long because it's one of my favorite topics in the whole world. It's a topic that we don't explore enough. And so that's why I wrote Significance because I can only share so much with you on this podcast. But guess what? You can pick up a copy of Significance, and you can read in depth about this journey to becoming your true and your best self. And not only did I write the the chapters, but there are exercises that follow every single chapter to help you do the work to become that greatest expression of who you were created and destined to be. So my hope and prayer for you today It's not that you would just listen to this, but that you would listen to this again and again, that you will dissect this show in such a way that you will deconstruct your life, you will realize who you really are, what your true values are, your boundaries are, then you can take your power and you can reclaim the moments of your life. You have to reclaim your personal power because the world wants to discount it and they want to value you far less than what you're truly worth. That's why you have to know who you are and the power that you possess as an individual. You cannot have a life of fulfillment absent of identity, and you cannot have your identity uh, come into full manifestation without understanding that you must live your life from a place of authenticity. And that means removing the layers, getting rid of the bondage and the things that have held you back, facing the truth and contending confronting, excuse me, those things that have stood in the way of change and advancement in your life. I hope you got something out of this because I thought this was really good. I thought it was really helpful and meaningful. Uh, for so many people, as so many people are in an identity crisis and they have no clue how to break out of it. But I've given you some tools and some insights today to help you to break that cycle in your life once and for all. I hope that what you will do is take me up on the offer of doing the work that is so important to changing the trajectory of your life forever. This has been so, so, so good today. This is Rich You're going to have to digest this a few times, but I guarantee you it will change your life in a profound way. I hope you got something out of it. I look forward to hearing from you about how uh, this message and these insights have helped you on your journey to realizing your full potential. Thank you again for this opportunity to do life with you and to help you to realize your potential. I'll be back again real soon with more insights, truths, principles, and life strategies to help you reach your greatest potential. I'll see you next time, and until then, continue to be blessed, continue to choose significance, and express your difference in the midst of a world that would discount it. Be blessed.